eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Well, Mariners off day when we record this. Uh, release time, the Mariners are going to be down in Texas. But before we uh, jump into all of that, uh, we just finished up this series and the homestand here. Uh, we both were at the game, not together, different parts of the stadium for game three of the Yankees series. Uh, what was your experience like? Uh, it was a really good game. Um, game three was nice to see that the uh, Mariner pitching got back on track and uh, George Kirby was outstanding. It was a really enjoyable game to watch. Yeah, eight innings of just masterful, what, three three hits he gave up in that entire game. I mean, you, you had a good uh, viewpoint, right, being up there on the terrace level or club level? Were you in the terrace or were you in the club? Uh, the terrace club. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it was great. I uh, could see George Kirby. Uh, really, what I noticed about him was, you know, uh, you, you don't get the exact, you know, glimpse and where the pitch is, but you can see the velocity, and you could tell that he was definitely cranking him in there and uh, pleasantly surprised to see him hitting 97 most of the night. Um, and going back and reading um, about it, uh, that was – one of the games where George's velocity has been uh, the highest it's been consistently in a long time. So nice to see. Yeah. I heard he got, he even admitted, you know, he gets up, he gets up a bit more when he's playing the Yankees. That was his, uh, you know, childhood team that he grew up watching. Yeah. Um, Yeah. First time against him. I'm sure he did. That's cool. Yeah. And the other thing that I, I was really impressed with Kirby was, you know, all this series, the Yankees were demolishing the fastballs and we'll talk a little bit about game one and game two and Kirby was going at him with the fastball it's all location man 
It's the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this game three, uh, it was kind of, I want to call it, uh, you know, it had, I was saying it had shades of last year's 13 inning game. You know, we it, low scoring game. Of course, this one only went to the 10th and it worked out in our favor. It definitely wasn't a, as crazy, but it did have that really good tight feeling. It also took me back a little bit to uh, the final game in uh, the playoffs for us against the Astros in there. Those, these low scoring games, as much as they can look boring on the uh, box score, that it was actually a really exciting game. Yeah, it was. A, it was a great pitch game. I can see why you thought maybe it reminded you of last year's game. I mean, the M's really haven't, you know, gone out and gotten the extra bats since that time. And that has showed this year. So that's not a big surprise that it's kind of the same old, same old, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it's good to get at least one out of the way. Otherwise, you know, a great six and one homestand turns into what? Uh, um, Losing six three in a row, six and four. Yeah. Is that what and, it was and- going to be if they lost four? So, yeah, it was good to at least get one out of there and, uh, yeah, get one against the Yankees. Yeah, and the defense in this game really showed up. I mean, of course, JP's huge catch in the uh, top of the six. He had a guy on second base, two outs. Uh, where I was at right down there, I think it was about like section 146 right in there. You really could hear the snap of that leather when, when JP made that catch. That was an amazing catch. Yeah, great catch, but it needed to be made. I mean, most shortstops, I, in my opinion, make that catch. Yeah, it was crushed, but if you didn't make that catch, I, I don't know a shortstop that doesn't. You know what I'm saying? From my yeah. view. Okay, and you had a good view up there. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a great catch. You're right, though. It wasn't like one of these, like, holy shit. It was just, I guess I should take it down a notch a little bit about uh, oh. him making it. But it was just being right there, maybe maybe just being in the stands right there and hearing that snap. And it was really, really fast. That's what I, I thought he had great instincts on it. No, I get it. I mean, the timing of the play with two outs, yeah, it was huge. Um, I, I get where you're coming from, totally. And it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and it, but, but go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, just as far as the play, you know, a line drive, uh, he, you know, he did have to stretch out and get it, which made it more difficult. But in my opinion, it's a, it, that catch should be made every time. That's so, all. Okay. That, and that's great. Yeah. And I'm glad he makes it there at that, at that spot. The next inning, I think it was believe the next inning we saw Julio, great catch two outs. There was a guy on first base. So he's running uh, Julio, you know, up against the wall, no fly zone. Uh, what did you see on that play? Yeah, another great catch, another catch that seemed pretty routine. But, yeah, he still had to go a long ways to get it and be able to make the catch against the wall. So, yeah, good good play by Julio. And then I think the other good play uh, in the game, uh, and I text you about it, uh, t- the, during the 10th inning, um bases loaded ball goes to gino goes home to the plate which i thought was a good play to make you know the charging in on it squaring it up the right way making the nice throw and then the big non-throw to first base is what i was really really happy about yeah i mean anytime you can yeah not create you know 
a miscue by throwing it away or trying to make something happen. Yeah, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, and earlier in that inning, it, it got it. I was, I was like, oh man, this here we go. You know, you you make that air, JP. You know, makes that air. Um, you know, start the inning off. I know what he was trying to do there. He wanted to get that lead runner, but he, you know, he positioned himself too much. It seemed like to, uh, like a step ahead, trying to already make the throw. Bobbles the ball. That kind of started that whole inning out. But Topa, you know, picked us up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's been really good for us all year, kind of the unsung hero. Um, yeah, he's been nothing but pretty solid other than a miscue or two, but you can't really even talk about that. He's been great all year and been a positive for the bullpen. Yeah, uh, and then, you know, you get into the 10th inning there. It's great. Dumper comes up with the big double, uh, but <laughs> the biggest setup that I don't think most fans are going to see which is pretty interesting. Right before that inning started, we had a fan on the field. Uh, we actually got a good video of that on the Instagram. Uh, but uh, what was your takeaway of that guy's uh, that guy's execution out there? It's it goes back to the same thing. This is now the second game, second year in a row I've been to a game. Last time was in the in with uh, maybe it was with the Ninja or you. But we were in your seats or and uh, someone jumped on the field. So, yeah, this guy's execution. I mean, the 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 uh, security, they could they're just they're not that interested. They're just trying to corral them and, you know, just trying to get them off the field and move along. It's kind of it's kind of pointless to me nowadays, you know, after seeing last year's and now seeing another one in a, in a row. Um, it's, it's kind of a nuisance, to be honest with you. I feel like the guy, everybody's approach about it's pretty wrong. Every time they try to come back towards that third baseline corner, that seems like to be the end of the game. It's kind of like a game of Pac-Man, you know. But they end Wait, up getting up. Well, yeah, that's where that's where you. Why don't you get back in there? <laughs> I want him to. I thought he was going to jump back in. Yeah, I thought he was going to. Yeah, you mean jump back into the crowd? Yeah, actually, I was standing yeah, there. Yeah, no the place aisle. to go. And you know what? He jumps up that aisle. All of the uh, security guys were on the field. I think he would have had a clear path. Um, it seems like, yeah, every time they come back towards the third baseline, it, it's end of the game. I'd like to see the next, you know, person that runs on the field kind of work right center, right field a little bit more, maybe see what they can do over there. Yeah, I mean, to me, like I said, it's just, it's whatever. It's like the hydros. It was, you know? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. It was very, it it's, was it's, one of the, in my section, it was one of the more anticlimactic game enders because that guy was running around on the field uh, with the pitch clock the way it is uh, before everybody was settled up looking at their, everybody who had got it on their phones <laughs> was like checking it out, probably uploading it. Next thing you know, crack of the bat. Caballero's ran in third base. The game's over. You know what I mean? It was like, it was definitely a distraction for at least the people in, in our section. Now here's Lenny Randall. When the Mariners beat the Red Sox hitting baseballs Woo! out of sight. Every kid who's 14 and under we want to go Get a free jacket. Get a free jacket. Get a free 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was surprised. Um, you know, last night, not a big crowd for the Yankees. No. Um, um, you know, I look down in your area. Usually I, that's kind of where I can tell if it's a big game or not, you know, up until the row where you at, there's not too many people behind you. So yeah, I'm sure it caught everybody's attention. I mean, it was a, if you didn't like pitching, the game went by fast last night. Yeah. And again, to jump off of what you're saying there about the series, I, I mean, I went to last year's game, you know, big Vlad, Vlad Perez came up for that game as well with me. And, uh, you know, he even, he even mentioned it. He was like, man, every game last year was sold out, uh, lots of energy in the games. Uh, but you know, the series happened to fall on what labor or Memorial day, Monday, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, right after a big holiday, um, you know, add that to the fact that, you know, the Mariners fans are, they just really haven't turned out the way they were turning out, uh, you know, last year. And, um, I don't know, maybe about this time, it's probably about the same. I, I, so I shouldn't say that, but I was a little bit, uh, surprised or disappointed. I mean, I, I couldn't make it to the Monday game and I couldn't even give away my tickets, you know, for Yankees Mariners. I know it's a holiday, but it's just kind of one of those things that makes you go, Hmm, you know, but, uh, Still, when you don't spend money, yeah, that's a lot of people's feeling. They this club is not improved. A lot of people feel just wait, and I understand that too. But a lot of Mm -hmm. people are truly frustrated. I believe they've got twenty plus years. It's been twenty years. I think there's some real frustration. There is, to be honest. And you watch a team like the Yankees who come in here, you know, just to briefly go over the first couple of games and just pound you to death. Look at all the home runs they're hitting. Uh, they're not even rolling out their A lineup, and it's still, you know, like Vlad was uh, pointing out his his. He's like, I I'm done going to these getaway games because he has a beef with the lineups on the getaway games. Well, he's right. I mean, that Yankee team that came in here is nothing to be pumped up about. They got no. Judge who just came back, and the rest of their guys are guys that they've, you know, xed off you know, last year that are now filling in, they got a bunch of guys that are playing uh, or, or that are hurt. And they got, you know, guys like IKF that they ran out of town last year and wanted to get rid of that are now playing prominent roles. And I mean, what can you say? It's, it's not the Yankees that I remember at least watching them over this weekend. No. And it's unfortunate that, you know, look, we had Bryce Miller going on Monday. Uh, I have heard, too that you know he's not pitched this much you know this many games in a row without the rest uh jerry depoto was mentioning he looked a little bit fatigued out there after the first inning but this was the aaron judge game anyway anyway you dice it up the guy hits two uh, bombs and then he robs teoscar hernandez i mean if you went to go see that game that at least that paid for i would say that that was worth price of admission right there to watch somebody like that put on a show like that. Yeah. The reigning MVP guy that hit 60 plus homers. I mean, yeah. Incredible game. Uh, it was all him and more. I mean, he's an incredible player. That's what, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was pretty disappointing to see uh, Miller get hit like that. Look, they had to leave him in there because the bullpen was, uh, a bit taxed, uh, not having any days off, but you know, he only goes four and two thirds, gives up eight runs, 11 hits, two home runs, 
struck out three. And then, um, you know, at that point, you know, the Mariners just really couldn't catch up. It, that game seemed like, you know, uh, as the Yankees kept pouring it on, uh, you know, they, they put on the add-on runs. They had the big, uh, you know, what third, fourth, and fifth inning right there. They're putting uh, seven of those runs up on the board, you know, just really suffocate you right there. And, uh, you know, the Mariners just, I mean, I, I, I'm not asking the team to hit, uh, te- knock in 10 runs, but just once it gets up to a certain point, you know, once you get up past the six and the seven and the eight, you're like, man, we don't have that kind of firepower. No, we don't. We have no one to come off the bench to kind of give you a lift or a, a boost. Um, but, you know, Miller, I mean, what can you say about him? He's been fantastic. Yeah. He had a, he had a bad a bad outing where they hit him. I mean, it happens. He's been, I mean, incredible, like putting up records that have never even happened before. So, I mean, it's one bad outing. Yeah. And, you know, tip your cap to the Yankees coming in here. They, they played the day before, got on the airplane, come here. You're taking on, you know, a pitcher, like you said, been just setting major league records. Uh, You know, they take care of business it, it, the hitting continued for the Yankees into the second game. This is another one of those games where I look over at Logan's ERA and I, I go, God, I look over and after this game and it's, and it's over four, which doesn't really paint the picture of what I've seen all year. Cause we've seen so many of these good games, but boy, when he gets rocked, he gets rocked. Yeah. I mean, there's no other thing to say, but that, yeah, he, he does. The thing I noticed about the series, at least in the first two games, the big difference is just competitive at bats. Watching the Yankees, yep. you know, uh, they, I wouldn't say, have their greatest lineup out there. And I would not say the Mariners have the greatest lineup in there right now or on the bench. And there's a big difference between competitive at bats. And that's kind of where the talent is to me and where I see the difference, too. I mean, not only the, just this series, but just kind of overall. I mean, without the first six seven guys and then you have a few guys stepping in unless that's how you're going to roll and get absolutely perfect pitching you're going to get games like this if you don't pitch well you struggle and that's unfortunate for the Mariners because they have such a good bullpen or a good good starting and bullpen pitching staff and uh, no I I agree I agree like it's just you're putting so much pressure on the the pitching staff uh when they're just not perfect it, it, it you have no hope. The, yeah, you have no hope. And you can see that with a lot of the, the one game uh, losses that we've had earlier on. I know uh, this game, too, there really wasn't much good to say. Uh, <laughs> there's not really many good Mariner highlights to talk about. But I know I could guess your favorite part of that game. And I know uh, I, I don't even remember it because I erased it from my memory. Remind me. Well, I will remind you. You said it was the, the best officiated you'd seen all year i believe uh when tom murphy was thrown out of the game i think game two that was your big highlight of, of the series yeah that's right of, i forgot I totally i totally forgot about that yeah <laughs> get him out of there i mean he's just worried. <laughs> oh poor, man poor guy gets a couple of bats a week and you know he pops off and they run him what can you say i think that your quote was love this ump out of here murph <laughs> so I guess that was the big highlight. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, Cal Raleigh needs a day off, but 
if he can get a, day, a half day off with Murphy getting in there and getting tossed, better yet.